Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Bolin. Let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to another episode of the She Did It Her Way podcast. Today, I want to dive into a topic that is all about how and why to tap into your intuition. This is something that I have been practicing over, I would say, probably the past three years, but more so the past year in terms of really trusting my intuition. And it's something that I think at first when people talked about it and discussed the importance of tapping into your intuition, I had a little skepticism simply because I have always been this person that really lives sometimes in this black and white and wants to see results. And if we're not moving or taking action, then are we really accomplishing anything? And so for me to transition from that mindset to the mindset around tapping into your intuition and trusting the intuition, even though on the surface, it doesn't always make logical sense, if you will. And trusting that where you are and listening in that journey is going to allow you to find alignment today so that ultimately you take the necessary steps for tomorrow. Oftentimes, I think that tapping into your intuition can also be known as listening to your inner voice. It's that sense of knowing, it's that sense of home. And really, rather than looking outside of ourselves for answers, we choose to go inward. And that was something that I always would go outward to ask questions and to coaches and to find answers when simply I knew all I needed to do was go in and trust myself. It isn't necessarily what we hear, rather what we feel in that gut feeling. Again, you hear people talk about the gut feeling. It's that emotion. It's that intuition. It's that gut feeling. Scientists have said that our intuition can make a decision so quickly that it doesn't register at the conscious level. And sometimes it feels like a knowing that logically may not make sense, but intuitively it makes all the sense. And learning to tap into your intuition and listen to your intuition is something that I believe we are all capable of. And I do believe that it is something just like exercising a muscle. In When it comes to exercising, lifting weights, working out, we increase the capacity of that muscle. And as we increase the capacity, it gets stronger. And I remember when I started tapping into my intuition, listening to my intuition, it was something, it was really faint. It wasn't this big experience that the decision that I was presenting or the question that I was presenting and looking for a decision didn't mean that at that time the decision just kind of like hit me over the head. I had to get quiet and I had to really listen. And simple things of listening to your intuition can be around what you're choosing to eat. What does your body need for fuel? What should, should you say yes or no to this opportunity? Should you say yes or no to this event? All those small things like that can be increased and also can be exercised over time that then when it comes to tapping into your intuition and listening to it, it becomes easier and easier. And that is, again, just like exercise, we can increase that capacity and we increase the capacity to not only listen to our intuition, 
but to trust it. I have been in so many situations in the beginning, like years ago, when my intuition, my spidey senses were kind of saying, "Uh, I don't really know about this, but logically and mentally, I was talking myself into something or out of something. Now, over time, I get that intuitive hit and I just immediately know and I don't even think about the mental side of it because I'm like, I'm trusting and knowing that if I can stay aligned in this moment today, it's going to help me again to stay aligned for tomorrow. And so tapping into your intuition is something that most people I find not all the time, but it it can be a little bit of a challenge or struggle at first, because I think as humans, we can be extremely logical and wanting to know everything and wanting to know the why not only for ourselves, but for those outside of us, right? There's that ego that needs to be fulfilled. And so if some if you tell someone that you're not exactly sure what you want to do in the next year, and there can be a little bit of ego of like, you may be comfortable with not knowing what you're going to do in the next year. But then externally, it's also getting comfortable with other people knowing that you don't know what you're doing in the next year. So that's just one example of where as humans, we are very logical, and we want to know everything. And we want to know the why. It's really hard for our brain to just accept not knowing and to accept saying, I'm going to be where I am today. And I'm not 100% sure of why I'm saying this or why I'm choosing to act like this, but I'm going to. And so I think that's really where at the beginning, when you start tapping into your intuition, there can be a little bit of a challenge, especially with our ego and our brain, because ultimately we do have our primitive brain that wants to protect us, that wants to keep us safe. And not knowing or trusting a decision within ourselves and not having the strong why outside of, you know, it's a gut feeling can be a change for our brain. And so a little bit around like why and the benefit is that following those nudges can help us align ourselves with our passions, with our life goals, with outcomes, the relationships that we choose to share, whether they're personal or romantic, professionally, they all influence the way we live. And so imagine if you kept getting that feeling or nudge that something was off about your career, but you kept pushing through because that's what you think you should do until one day you're overworked, exhausted, burnt out, and you have a breakdown. Worse, something with your health goes awry. It is possible that your intuition nudged you, but you didn't hear it or didn't want to hear it. That is the other thing. Oftentimes we get all these nudges, but we choose to ignore them because listening to them can actually be scary. It can be when we come face to face with our reality. And that is also something that can be, it it can be scary and it can be easier to ignore it until further down the line, something happens and we can no longer ignore it. And I find that the benefit of listening to our intuition can help us, like I said earlier, align ourselves with today in order to align ourselves with our future self of tomorrow. Sometimes we don't know exactly what our life may look like in six months or a year, but if we can make decisions today that are intuitively led, that feel aligned, we can trust that we are going to be where we need to be tomorrow. And if you're listening to this podcast episode and you're thinking, okay, Amanda, this sounds great, but like, how do I even start? And really, when I think about starting listening to your intuition, and I use these steps all the time to go back to the basics, especially if I feel like I'm not getting a clear answer and things are kind of I'm in a little bit of a fog is number one, create space. I think part of The challenge when it comes to listening to your intuition is that there is so much noise that exists, it makes it difficult to even hear. And when I say hear, I mean to like really tap into that gut feeling. And sometimes it's about tuning out in order to tune in. So I recommend limiting your input, whether that be doing a social media detox, a news detox, reduce time on your cell phone, create constraints for less interruptions. 
turn the music off, get quiet, create that space. That is the first step that I recommend. And this is something that I do all the time. If I start to feel scattered, I start to limit the time. I start I, I start noticing and aware of like, okay, how much input, what am I consuming? How much am I consuming? And then I start turning things off to create space physically and also mentally and energetically. The second is to listen. And this can be <laughs> some of the, I don't, I, I know I've said challenge so many times in this episode already, but I think being patient and listening and waiting for those nudges. And this can be as simple as deciding what to eat. There have been so many times if I've walked into a restaurant and I know I'm hungry, but I'm like, I can't seem to like figure out what I want. And I'm looking at all these different options rather than going externally. Something I'll do is I'll close my eyes and I'll think about like, what do I really, what does my body need in this moment? moment and what feels nourishing and what what sounds nourishing and again rather than being in reactive and consuming all the possibilities of things that I could eat I close my eyes and I go inward and ask myself that question and then I can tune into does my body want fish does my body want pasta what does my body want in this moment and then I can make a decision from there so while that may not be the most massive way to tap into your intuition it is a place where you can start small and tuning in and listening and then also when you get those nudges to honor those nudges as well the third step is to feel trust and follow your gut and this is really where you get out of your mind and into your body. Our brains are so smart that they can talk us in and out of our brain is so smart that it can talk us in and out of anything that we desire that we want to achieve and that we want to accomplish. It can help us justify our decisions. It can help us justify our purchases. Purchases oftentimes are an emotional decision, but we can justify them logically. And so that's where when you are faced with the decision uh, that you need to make, rather than going and making a, like, in your mind, making that decision, go into your body, go into the feeling of it and trust it and follow your gut. This is one of the biggest things that I have had that I've used time and time again is, again, Maybe your gut is telling you one thing and you don't know why, but trusting your gut and following it and being curious and staying open with it as well. I know that so many times when I have followed my brain in terms of making a decision and justifying it and talking myself into it, it usually led me in a place that wasn't necessarily the most optimized place to be in. I don't, my friend Shauna Van Bogart, who you've, who's been on the podcast before, one thing that I love that she says is that there are no right or wrong moves. There are just moves. And so that tool has been super helpful for me personally in making decisions and knowing that there's not a wrong or a right move, that there are just moves. And so when it goes back to number three, the feeling and the trusting and following your gut is really tapping into and listening, getting out of your head, into your heart, into your body, and feeling your way through that decision. And so I hope that this podcast, wherever you're at on your journey when it comes to tapping into your intuition and why you're doing it, is maybe you can start small. Tap into your intuition about if you're not sure what you want to eat for lunch or dinner or the next meal, go inward and see what and, and ask yourself and feel what feels nourishing for your body that it's maybe craving in that moment. If you are getting ready to say yes or no to a project or even to a client, this is the other really big thing of like so many times in the beginning of business, building a business, we take clients because it, we need the revenue. But I challenge you that as you transition and you go from being a new business owner to a more established business owner, and again, that timeline could be a month, it could be three months, it could be a year, whatever you want to decide is 
really allowing yourself, like, you know, when you have someone who wants to work with you, but is not a good fit, but you say yes for all the um, logical reasons, whether it's financial, whether it's adding a client, whatever have you, and really allowing yourself to honor yourself to stay in that moment that if it feels off, it's probably off and going into your body. So again, Start by number one, creating space. Number two, listen and go inward. And number three, feel within your body, trust and follow your gut and follow through because that's how you increase the capacity of really tapping into your intuition. I hope you have an amazing week. I'll see you next week. Until then, keep doing it your way. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to shedidaherway.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did It Her Way podcast episodes. And you can also access free trainings and resources all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's podcast episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review letting me know what you love about the She Did It Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.